Hey everybody, welcome to Money's No Object. I'm your host, Dylan Howell. This is episode number eight of our new YouTube channel and podcast. And once again, I'm just so excited to continue talking to you guys about personal finance topics and today specifically, continuing with our financial action plan was step number two. Yes, Yesterday was step number one when we talked about budgeting and budgeting being vital to beginning a financial plan and having a good financial plan requires a good solid budget and for that budget to be done monthly over and over and over again no matter where you are financially well today we're going to expound just a bit and begin talking about the next step and the next thing that you need to do in your financial action plan and that thing is establishing an initial emergency fund and so we're going to dig into that today before we get started though as a new youtube channel new podcast. What do we need? We need subscribers. We need you to, to subscribe to the channel, subscribe to the, to the podcast. The podcast can be found on iTunes and Spotify. And then obviously the, the YouTube channel, we want you to click the big red subscribe button and, and like the like button and click the little bell to get the notifications. That way, you know, when we're posting things. And so, uh, all those things would be very helpful to us. Also, you can check us out on social media at MNO with Dylan all these things are just going to help me to build this community around personal finances and around this particular show. So financial action plan step number two, and this is establishing an initial emergency fund. Now, what is an emergency fund? Well, Dylan, it's a fund for emergencies. Well, of course, but let's, let's dig into that just a little more. So an emergency fund is going to be an account and an amount of money that is set aside for things that you cannot predict in your life. So let's just, let's start with this. So let's say you're just starting your financial action plan. You don't have much money saved. Let's say that you broke your leg and you had to go to the hospital or the emergency room or whatever, and you get a medical bill. Well, hopefully, maybe some emergency fund money can help you with that medical bill. And so these are things that are emergencies, things that you cannot plan for. And, and if those things are occurring in your life, then you need to have money that you can dip into because your monthly budget, we're not sitting there and just budgeting for things that aren't likely to happen, but we do need to have some money that is laid out. So if something happens that we're not expecting to happen, then we can take care of that thing in cash upfront and not go into debt dealing with things that are just part of life. Now, this money is apart from your savings and investing. So we're not putting this money in an investment account. That's not what this is about. We don't want to lose a dime of this money. This just needs to be in a savings account or a money market account to where what you have is what you have and what you see is what you get. So that money needs to be there and it needs to be there so we can get our hands on it when we need it. And the exact amount that you put in is the amount that you're going to have. So you may say, then, then Dylan, how, how much, how much do I need to put in this emergency fund? Well, in this step, and we're going to jump back to the emergency fund in another step. In this step, all that we want to start with, I want you to start with one month of expenses. Now, why one month of expenses? Well, let, let's just think about this. If, let's say you're single, 
and you lose your job. Okay, and you lose your job for uh, a month, right? That's that's a reasonable amount of time to lose a job and work towards finding a new job. Well, I think one month of expenses in this initial emergency fund is going to allow you to bridge the gap in that worst case scenario type of thing. It's going to allow you to not go into debt and not pull out the credit cards when you feel like there's no other choice. You'll have emergency fund money sitting there to help you deal with one of these you know, tragedy events in your particular life. So I think one month is, is a good starting point. Having that one month of expenses, that way you can say, okay, I know that if something happens, I can cover myself for an entire month. Now this isn't where we're gonna stop with an emergency fund, but that's where I want you to start. You're going to notice something that, that I believe in wholeheartedly is starting small. Well, that's the first thing that you're going to do here because we have to have some buffer, some amount of money that can pad us between, it's just a pad between us and life. It's, it's something that cushions the blow of, of the hits that life gives from time to time. So you may be saying, Dylan, what constitutes an emergency? What is an emergency. What can I spend this money on? Well, we don't want to have to touch this money, but you need to ask yourself this, these three questions in order to determine if something is an emergency or not. So one, is it anticipated? Did you know that this thing was going to happen? If the answer is yes, then it's not an emergency. Answer is no, maybe an emergency, but you have to look at the other two questions as well. So the next question that we come to is, is it essential, right? So if the answer to that question is yes, then it may constitute an emergency. If the answer to that question is no, then it's not an emergency. It's not an emergency if it's not an essential item to your life. Then lastly, is it pressing? Does it, does it have to be taken care of now? If that answer is yes, then it may constitute an emergency. If that answer is no, then it may not constitute an emergency. So you have to look at all three of those questions and be able to weigh them against one another to determine if something is an emergency or not. All of those questions, though, have to be answered in the affirmative to it being an emergency in order for you to be able to spend your emergency fund money on that particular thing, whatever it may be. Now, let me hit you with some particular examples of what an emergency is. So let's say your car breaks down. Well, if you commute to work every day, if you drive to work every day, I'd call that an emergency. That, that's something that needs to be fixed today. That's something that needs to be taken care of. Um, let's say it's summertime in Texas, which it is summertime in Texas. Goodness, it's hot. And the AC was to go out. Yeah, that, that, that'd be an emergency. Or let's say it's wintertime in Minnesota and the heat, the furnace goes out. That's an issue too. So the, these are things that are emergencies because they're not anticipated, right? They are definitely pressing and they are essential. They are essential things to take care of. So if, if those things happen, then, then yes, spend your emergency fund money. But we don't want to make a habit of saying, you know, every little thing's an emergency. That's why we have to cover what is an emergency because you don't want to get in this habit of just dipping into that for any little thing. So where do I put this emergency fund money? Well, first off, I want it apart from my primary checking account. I don't want it 
in the account where I'm spending money out of constantly because you're going to end up spending that emergency fund money. Now, what you want to do is create a separate account for your emergency fund. So that particular account can be one of a few things. So my suggestion would be either have a high yield savings account, which I myself do that with my emergency fund. We put it in a, in a high yield savings account and you can do that at, at most banks and, and a lot of online banks offer really good high yield savings, or you can put it in, in a money market account. What you don't need to do though, is you do not need to invest this money. This money is not made for investing. Once again, this money is made for stability. This money is made to know that you have money there to deal with any of, any of life's particular uh, tragedies that might hit you. And on top of not being in investments, also, don't just keep it in another checking account. It, yeah, it, it'd be nice to, you know, earn just a little something on this money, but we're not trying to invest it. If we do earn anything, we want it to be in a savings, in a high yield savings, or in a money market to where you're earning small amounts on this money and there's no risk of losing anything. So when it comes to actually using this emergency fund, we want it to be easily transferred to an account that we can pay for things out of. So we, let's say you have your checking account at a particular bank. It would be useful to have the emergency fund and the savings account at that same bank or just somewhere that you can easily transfer the money over and easily take care of things in cash up front. Also, once you spend your emergency fund money, you need to immediately refill the emergency fund that needs to be you need to revert back to this particular step because once you build up this emergency fund money you you want to keep that balance you don't want to spend it and not refill it because then if another emergency if another emergency hits then you're going to be in in a tough spot so refill it immediately after using it that's that's the next thing that you need to make sure that you do and also, if you still have consumer debt, if you still have debt that you're needing to pay off, then don't go past the one month when, when you refill it, the one month of expenses. Just refill it back to that one month of expenses and then get back onto your next step in the financial action plan, uh, which we will cover tomorrow. So let's talk about a couple of reasons why we need emergency funds. First of all, emergencies are going to happen. That, that's just a a fact of life. We know emergencies are going to happen. We just want to be prepared. We want to be prepared for things that, that could come along in life that just punch us in the mouth and, and we need to get back up. An emergency fund will make it really easy to get back up from that thing. Also, we don't want our debt to grow. Like if you have any debt or even if you don't have debt, if you don't have emergency fund money and something tragic and expensive happens, then how are you going to fund that? How are you going to pay for a new air conditioning unit? How are you going to pay for car repairs? Well, you would have to go into some kind of debt, whether it be credit card or personal or make payments to the, the dealership that fixed your, or whatever it may be. You're going to have to go into some kind of debt. So we don't want our debt balances to grow. We want our debt balances to go the other way and end at zero and stay at zero. So, we don't want our debt to grow, so we need to have this money laying around. In a similar way, we also want to save our investments. So any investments that you may have, you don't want to have to dip into your investments to pay for emergencies. Now, if worse came to worse, 
that that's another thing. We'll talk later about when it's proper to pull from investments to do certain things. Um, but you don't want to have to do that. What you want to do is you want to have cash laying around that you can say, okay, I've got money in this savings account. I can just transfer this money, pay for this thing. Yeah, it's going to suck. Yeah, it's going to be horrible that I, I have to pay for, you know, this medical bill because, you know, I broke my foot or I've got to pay for this particular car repair or I got to pay for a, a little cheap car because my car got totaled or whatever, whatever may be coming. You need to be prepared. It's going to stink. But if you're prepared for it, if you have the cash, then it's just going to ease that blow. It's going to cushion you getting hit by life and it's going to be a lot easier for you in the long run to just bounce right back. So how do we go about actually saving this emergency fund money? Well, the first thing that you need to do is get current. Okay. So what do I mean by get current? I mean, if you are behind on bills, if you haven't paid the light bill in a month, or if you haven't paid your rent in a month, or if you haven't paid the credit card, get current, get to a point where everything that's due it, that's due this month, I, I can pay this month and everything that I've owed in the past, I've already paid for. So get current, get to where you, you don't have anything else that is due other than what is due in the coming month. Then with this particular step, man, we want to go fast. We do not want to play around with this step. This should not take that long. This, this should take a, an extremely short amount of time. You need to make this a priority because we, we can't, lay around in this step. Yes, it's a very, very important step to start with, but we can't lay around it. We want that one month of expenses quickly because if you play around with this step, then an emergency is going to hit and you're not going to be able to pay for it. So we need this step to be done quickly. Some ways that we can do that though, if you've got some things that you can sell, sell them. Like if you have, you know, things around the house that you don't use, or you've got an iPad that you bought that you never use, or you you've got an extra TV that you had in college or just start selling stuff, sell some things that, that you can get some quick cash and, and can put towards that emergency fund and start socking money away that way. Also something that you can do and, and people don't like this one because it's, it's kind of stepping on their toes is you may need to get a side hustle or you may need to get a, a part-time job or another job or, or something that's going to create some income in the short term that, that you can, push towards that emergency savings. Now, let me, let me kind of narrow down on this just, just a bit is this, this is not a permanent step. I do not want you to have to work a second job your whole life. And I do not want you to have to pick up side hustle work your entire life. I just want you to be able to get where you need to be in a quick fashion. And the, the best way to do that is to either increase your income or, or decrease your outgo. And, and so this is a particular way that you can increase your income to get that emergency fund put away. And then lastly, and most obviously, we're going to take a step back to yesterday's video. You need to budget for it. Budget for your emergency fund. Budget for saving for your emergency fund. Now, at this point, let's be clear. At this point, when you are building this emergency savings, no other investing. I don't want you to do any other investing. Well, Dylan, I get a match. No other investing, okay? Until you get this emergency fund built and set up. No extra payments on any debt. 
pay the minimum, continue until you get this emergency savings built up. Don't be putting money in another savings account at this point. Only your emergency savings until you get it built up. And then don't be buying things that aren't necessary. Like at this point, you're just trying to start building a financial foundation. And so if you don't already have one month of expenses worth of money laying around and you're having to build it, then you don't need to be spending money on anything anything else. You need to make sure that your foundation is set and that life isn't going to smack you in the face too hard to where you can't get right back up. So th this idea of an emergency fund, God, it's, it's boring, right? This is not fun, Dylan. So you're telling me I need to save a little money. So what? What I'm really trying to do is I'm trying to keep you from imminent risk. It, 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 these things are going to happen. Something is going to happen where you're going to need money that you didn't think you would need. And so having some emergency savings is absolutely, absolutely necessary. And if you don't do that, if you don't go to that place where, okay, I realize that I'm going to need it, so let me go ahead and save it, then you're in for a world of hurt. Even if you move into a, a healthier financial place in other areas, not having emergency savings can really, really just, it can really you know, rain on your parade at some point. This idea is also not meant to be complex. Anybody can do it. And, and, and that's really this whole financial action plan. Anybody can do it. I'm not trying to make it to where it is, it is overly complex and, and too nuanced. Anybody can do these things. So it, it's just a matter of, of doing it first. That way we lay this foundation and we can continue with other things in our financial action plan as we move forward. And so this, this money is also boring because we're not putting it in an investment. We're not actually trying to grow it at any type of rapid rate. We, we're simply trying to ensure against tragedy. And so j just think about this. Let's just, let's talk about this for a second. You pay for health insurance every month, very likely, or somebody pays for health insurance for you, very likely. When you pay for health insurance, if you don't use it, let's say you don't go to the doctor or you, you know, you don't have an emergency or you don't have anything go on to where you need to use that insurance, do they give you your premiums back? Do they give you the money that you paid them back? No. Why? Because that's what insurance does. Insurance is money that you pay to keep risk adjusted away from you. So you're not trying to take on unnecessary risks. And so that's what this emergency fund is allowing you to do. It's insuring you against tragedy. Therefore, it's insurance, it's not investments. And you'll see as we move forward in, in this channel that insurance should never play as an investment. And so if this is insurance money, then, then don't get it twisted and try to invest it. This, this is cash, this is insurance against tragedy. So then, then something about this emergency fund I want you to really think about, I hope that you never use it. And you're saying, well, Dylan, you said that emergencies are going to come along, right? And that there are going to be times when you're going to have to pay for things that you didn't think you were going to have to pay for. Completely true. But let's say I establish my one month of emergency expenses and move on to the next financial action plan step. If I do this, then let's say an emergency hits, another emergency hits. Well, maybe I have room in my budget to continue 
paying the minimums on my debt and not investing and not savings. And maybe in that month, I can just cash flow it. Maybe I can just pay for it out of pocket. And if you can, you should. This is the exact same thing as, as with insurances, right? You, you have them in case you need them, but you don't want to use them, right? You have an emergency fund in case you need it, but you don't want to use it. You want to have that money laying around so in case anything happens that you have to dig into it, then you can do that. So what does this emergency fund, this beginner one month emergency fund allow you to do? It allows you to move on with confidence. You're now in a better place than most people. Most Americans can't cover a $400 expense. Well, guess what? Now you can because I'm just guessing that one month of your household expenses is more than $400. So you're in a better place than most now and you, you've built your your foundation that you can step up into the next level. You can build this pyramid into financial success. And so you're already in a good place now. You're in a little more solid footing than you were before. Now you can take that next step. Now you can move into um, the next part of the financial action plan. And that that's a that's going to be a good feeling. That's going to be a win. And so get this one month saved and, and do it as quickly as possible. So once again, this part is not fun. This part is not sexy. This this particular step is not something that just gets you fired up and wired up. This is not something that that you're going to jump out of bed in the morning and say, I need to build my emergency fund. Like, obviously, nobody is too fired up about an emergency fund, but I promise you that building a foundation, as boring as it may be, as you know, not bright and shiny as, as it may be, you're going to feel really good about where you are once you build that foundation. And so now we can move to our next step in the financial action plan, which we'll cover in episode nine tomorrow. Guys, I've just really enjoyed this. This is a lot of fun to, to sit down with you guys every day and, and talk about these uh, financial concepts and this financial action plan um, don't forget to subscribe to the channel or, or the podcast if you're listening to the podcast. Um, don't forget to follow us on uh, social media at MNO with Dylan. Uh, like this video if you like it. Hopefully you don't dislike it. Hopefully that's that's not the case. Leave comments so I can uh, you know kind of build a community with you and, and relationships with you guys and talk to you about some of the things that that we, that we've been talking about in these videos. Also, go to our website, www.mnowithdylan.com, and you can check out some of the services that we offer there, the financial coaching services uh, that are available to you, and, and we can work together face-to-face -face and, and one-on-one and, and work through some of the issues that you have financially. So tune in tomorrow in part three of our financial action plan where we actually jump into a little bit of investing. And so it, I think that'll be a really exciting episode, something that will be really interesting to you and why I choose this particular step where I choose it. Uh, also, if you just want broad topics without all the details, you can check out our weekly rewinds. I've already posted one of those for last week. I posted it this past Saturday. There will be another one this next week. Check that out and maybe it'll spark you into wanting to watch some of the, the other full videos Maybe not, but but maybe it will, and, and you can really dig into some of the content that way. So thank you guys again for tuning in to Money's No Object. I'm Dylan Howell. God bless.